0: Hey Mamas, it's Cindy and I am back this week with Jaylene, the salty stepmom from TikTok. We had her on a couple months ago and absolutely love her, so I had to have her back on, duh. And I think she might have a few updates for us from the last time that we talked to her, so I am just going to let her step in and kind of talk with us.
1: Hello everyone. Oh, my, hold on. I'm having, my camera is trying to fall on me. Of course it is. Because now we're recording. Sorry. We're gonna, we're gonna just, we're just gonna wing it here. It's gonna be just fine. You know what? This stupid ring light. I swear, you the little thingy, like, I got a new phone. Oh, my gosh. So, I got a new phone, and it's, like, bigger, and so it doesn't want to, like, sit on the ring light the way it's supposed to. And so, like, it's just, it's uh, it's been a cluster. But, so I'll just hold it, and it's no big deal. Um. So, yeah, we... I think last time I chatted with you guys, we left off just kind of lit, like we had moved and my stepson was coming for his spring break and all of that. So like spring break, done and passed. Um, and now we're into summer vacation. He's been here uh, since June 3rd. So the whole month he's been here. Um, we have been so crazy busy. um. He's been in, like, basketball camps. They did, like, a vacation Bible school. Um, we went to the beach today. We drove over to Myrtle Beach um, and did that. And it's just been go, go, go. And then next month is our littles. Both of their birthdays is in July, two weeks apart from each other. So we have their birthday party, one birthday before it, and one birthday after it. So July is just crazy. So, but it's been so good. It's been so good. And Stepson is loving it here. He even is like a-okay with the heat. So it's it's been so good. And I mean, he's had like a really great attitude about being here. He's been a huge help. Like just having a third kid, like I don't care what age, like three kids is always like that's where things starts to get hairy because you're outnumbered by children. Mm-hmm. So it's just like having him in the mix is just like, it's not chaotic because he's here. It's chaotic because he makes three kids. Yeah. So they're all running in different directions. It's just, it is what it is. And it's like anybody who has more than three kids, like bless you. Bless you. Because I, different
0: it just feels like you still have
1: three, <laughs> that it doesn't get worse from three. And yep. And I I agree. I, I, I could, could totally see that. Yeah, three is, three kids, I think, is, I mean, like, we always kind of wanted four, but after having three, I was like, nope, I cannot, I could not have another one. Um And then, like, our when our adoption and stuff kind of, like, fell through, we were like, you know what, we're just, We're just going to have three kids and that's going to, that's just going to be it. And, uh, but no, like it's, it's so good though, having him here and like him and his little brother, they are like this, they are thick as thieves. Like those two do everything together. They're always like, like playing video games together. Like they're just, it's the two of them. And so the problem in there and lies is that my daughter feels left out. Because she wants to hang out with the boys. And um, our middle one is like, nope, no girls allowed. We're not. So now she's like resorted to like, she goes to her room and being like, no boys allowed. No boys allowed. And he's like, but I want to play with you. And she was like, no boys allowed. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like stop. Yeah, exactly. And then like, I go in her room and then she was just like, no boys or mommy allowed and i'm like mm, wrong no no girlfriend no like i'm i'm here like we're mm-hmm. gonna like if i'm not here then you're gonna be all by yourself so like mm-hmm. mm, you know but no it's been it's been so good like i know everybody was kind of like Curious how that was going to play out, you know, with the with the summer and everything else. And I will tell you, like, having him here just consistently, I love it. I love it so much. It's just, like, there's no, like, back and forth. There's no, like, oh, don't forget this. Don't forget this. It's just he's here. We can focus on being here, focus on things with the family, focus on, like, our routines here and whatever we're doing. And, like, there's just nothing that we have to really focus on outside of that we don't have to like coordinate anything like he's here so he's just part of the coordination so that has been a dream like hands down it's definitely been a win in our book of just the time feels better like Mm -hmm. with the exception this is the only this is my only downside the only downside to it all is he is older um so he's 12. And so obviously like it being summer and him being older, like he doesn't go to bed. Like when the little kids go to bed, he doesn't really have like a, it's a bedtime. Like he has to go to bed when we do, but you know, we leave it up to him of like, you know, okay, you still have to get up early. Like the kids are up, you know, whatever. um, So he goes to bed probably around 10 o'clock. The problem with that is, as I go to bed around 10 o'clock. So yeah. I don't get to watch any of my shows that like, I can't watch with him around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, I have two episodes of um, of Yellow Jackets. Do you watch that one? I haven't
0: watched. It, but I, I have heard two. It is so good.
1: Oh, so good. It's so it's such a slow burn. Like it's a slow burn. Like we watched it because like the new season had come out. And it had been it was like halfway through the new season. And so we watched the whole first season and into the second season. And I was like, oh, I'm so glad I did it this way. Because the first season, it took like half the season to like get into what was going on. Yeah. I got I have two episodes left and I haven't been able to watch them.
0: That is literally <laughs> and I'm like... when your kids won't go to bed and like you have something planned. Because it, it always happens whenever I have something planned, whether I'm gonna watch a show where I'm going to do something or we're going to have adult alone time. Yeah. That shit never works. If you try to plan it. Yeah. I don't
1: know. No, no, no. N- absolutely not. Like I've told my husband, I'm like, we just like, we'll just ride this out because like, you know, like I don't want, we don't want to send him to bed or anything. Cause like, you know, this is his like one-on-one time with like dad or like with us, you know, like this is his one-on-one time and we're not going to take that away from him. I mean, It's a minor inconvenience for us, you know, but like in the grand scheme of things, like those shows will still be there, but I do want to know what happens. So anytime I see anything that people are like talking about, I feel like scroll. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like scroll away because I'm like, don't, don't ruin it. I want to know what happens, but I, I can't right now because I can't be, yeah, can't be irresponsible. I'm like having him watch stuff on you know, HBO that like you just can't be doing that. Even though him and his dad watched some of the weirdest stuff on Netflix together. Like I was sitting here the other night and like I look up and I'm like, what are you guys watching? The hell movie is this? It was some new movie on Netflix. I don't know what it was. They had like all these like big actors, Brad Pitts, like this action, what and I'm like, but it was like gory and I was like, what the fuck? like oh my gosh but i was watching i was scrolling through tiktok so like i wasn't paying attention right. and that that's how that's how it goes so but no it's been good um it's it's been it, him being here all of that's been good baby mama is she is who she is and is why she is but there's not much I can do to change that. And it hasn't, I would not say for people who have like followed my story or listened to the last episode with you guys, Um, I wouldn't say it's gotten better. Um, she goes out of her way to try to, to make things as difficult as possible. And I'm like, I'm we're 2000 miles away. Right. Stop. Um, it's just, it's, It's the, anything that she can, she will. And that's just kind of what it's come down to. Um, But, I mean, we have to deal with her very little at this point. So Mm -hmm. it just seems like when we do have to deal with her, it's always just something that's chaotic and stressful and involves the attorneys. And, you know, it's just, so it's expensive to deal with her. (laughs) Yes! And... Just you know, but I live two thousand miles away, so I, I, you know, it is what it is at this point, and we're just here for the ride. Yes. So, you yes, know, but after we
0: up we, your ass two thousand. I mean, she can, but like not really, like not in person. Up your ass two thousand miles away.
1: Yes. Yes. So that is that is you know it is. It is what it is, and we are just trying to just enjoy the time that we have with him, and everybody's just, you know, really just soaking up their summer. I would say that this, 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 this is the most fun that they've had over a summer break together ever. Like, I'm not listening to somebody being like, I'm bored. I can't find something to do. We don't know what to do because there, there's plenty of things to do. Like, go go find anything to do. So they are... They go outside, and they're, like, trying to catch frogs in the backyard or lizards or creepy crawlies, whatever. So they, they keep themselves occupied, and I'm like, cool, this works. Am I getting anything done in the meantime? Absolutely not. But yeah, of course. They're, they're somehow keeping themselves occupied. So that works. How are things in your neck of the woods? How's your summer? Um,
0: well, it's been pretty eventful. We've made a couple trips to the doctor's office slash hospital in the past just couple oh, of no. weeks. My, uh, oh, no. Yeah, my two-year-old broke her leg on the trampoline. Yeah. Oh, no. It wasn't bad enough that she had to have a cast, though. It was just a hairline fracture that I guess healed really fast, but she's not allowed to run or jump for the next month, so that's not really going very well. She does what she yep. wants. She's very independent. So, yeah, I see probably yeah. another trip in the future. Oh, no,
1: yeah. oh no, was she by herself or I like was this like she, a?
0: She was on the trampoline with her, with our oldest, so our nine-year-old, mm-hmm. and her friend. They were playing basketball on the trampoline, and they had jumped, and she got double bounced and broke her leg. <sighs>
1: Yep. Yep. Oh my gosh. We have a trampoline too. And I am like, my kids get so like, if dad's out there, he's so much more like lenient. But if I'm out there and I'm like, knock it off, knock it off. Yeah. And I'm like, I swear somebody gets a broken appendage on this thing. I'm ripping the whole thing down and it goes because I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you guys have to be safe. And it's, it's not so bad when, when my daughter who will be three here in a couple weeks, when she's on there my oldest does better like he's he's much more conscious like she's she's little you know it it takes less for her to fly um however our middle he is like oh bet bet he is just he is like i'm gonna like he's so wild that it's like oh my gosh so like if him and um, our oldest start getting going and everything like, little girl, you got to get off because you're going to get tangled up in this. No, but they're always like running and bouncing and like slamming into the net. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, they give me anxiety. So like you say that I'm like, oh, oh, my heart, my heart hurts for you because like that would have been so scary
0: See, I didn't think that it was that bad when it first happened. You know, I thought that she had just fallen. She falls a lot on the trampoline and, like, you Mm -hmm. know, twist her ankle or whatever. But, you know, we get inside. She wouldn't walk on I'm like, okay, it obviously hurts her. And I didn't think anything of it. I was like, you know, she'll be fine. She woke up in the middle of the night and was crying over it. And I was like, we got to go. I was like, there's something wrong. So we went, got it checked out. It's broken. That was... Oh. Hectic, and then we had to be like okay everybody's got to be careful on that on the trampoline like yeah it's so rough could being so rough they you're right slamming into the net I tell my kids well I told my oldest because she's the one that has the issue listening like my middle she's timid over everything so mm-hmm. like, even getting on the trampoline I'm surprised she even does it but I always have to tell my oldest and all of her friends like you break that net and it's gonna end bad for everybody here.
1: Yeah, yeah. And and they think you're kidding. Yes. They think you're kidding, and you're like, try me. Mm-hmm. Because you're like that net is there for your safety. Please stay safe. Like yes. this is a dangerous. This is a dangerous contraption that I have provided you with. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. And and you're you're testing the limits here.
0: The net is supposed to save you from accidents, not supposed to catch you when you're doing stupid stuff for fun.
1: Yeah, this is not a cage match. Like, my kids treat it like it's a cage match. Yes! And I'm like, ah, stop it. Like, it's a net. Like, (laughs) you know, like, nets catch fish. They, They keep them safe in a contained way. They are not meant to like barricade you in Yes. like, like I sometimes like the things that they do in the trampoline, like, you know, um, like at like the circus or like fairs or stuff like that, you see the motorcyclists and the steel ball, yes. like, and they like, you know, spin around. That is like the stuff that my kids are doing. And I'm like, <laughs> stop it. Stop it. You wild animals. Why are you feral? Like yes. oh my gosh I would have I would have better luck putting like full-on real wildlife animals in my trampoline they would behave better than my three somewhat civilized children because I know they can be civilized I take them in public and they act like angels to make everyone think that I am the crazy one
0: yes yes
1: so like
0: I have this motto, you know, we live out in the country. There's a lot of dangerous shit around here, right? So I let my kids do dangerous stuff carefully. You know, if I see them doing something, like, I definitely, like, keep my eyes on them and stuff. But my oldest has started teaching my younger kids to do not safe and bad things. Like, standing on the swing... And trying to climb yes. on all the other swings, I'm like, "What is wrong with you? Why are you teaching them that? That's a bad. That's a bad idea. Because somebody falls and breaks their arm, I'm not taking you to the hospital. It sucks. Mm-hmm. I'll take mm-hmm. you, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm not gonna take you. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. I get you. I get you. It's like that threat of like, no,
0: exactly.
1: we're gonna go. You better go find some sticks and some yeah. duct tape, because <laughs> that's how that's how my dad would have done it. That's how my dad would have splinted my arm because like that that shit's expensive. So yes. no, we're not doing that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like I oh my gosh, yes, but and then like if you catch one of the younger ones doing it and you're like, "Hey, stop that." And they're like, "Well, well, so and so like the other ones doing it. Yeah. They do it, why can't I do it?" Um I don't I didn't catch them. I caught you. And then it turns into like this whole big thing because then they, well, if I'm getting in trouble, they're going to get in trouble. And so it's just, you got to have like a whole team meeting about why everybody is now in trouble. It's exhausting.
0: Oh my God. So exhausting. Well, uh, my kids, they're just too much sometimes. I'm like, go, like, don't. I'm getting sick. The worst thing about the summer is I'm getting sick and tired of the tattletaling.
2: Oh my gosh.
0: Come to me and tell me about, is somebody dying? Is somebody bleeding? Is anything broken? Is something on fire? No. Get away from me. I don't care that someone so looked at you.
1: Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And like, the thing is, is like my kids, like, so my littles, they are like, they're in that age where like they are like physically aggressive towards each other. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's more like my daughter is doing it because, you know, she is so much younger than everybody else and she's trying to assert her dominance. And she is definitely like, Oh, she's a force. (laughs) She's a force, (laughs) but like, so she will do something to like antagonize our middle son. And, like, it tried to antagonize him. And then he retaliates back. And then she's crying. And he's, like, and then you're, like, what happened? And, oh, they hit me. They pulled my hair. They did this. Me, me, me. And then I hear him piping off, well, she did this to me. She's so stupid. If she would just stay away. Me. Yes. I have told my husband, I think, on, like, numerous, like, daily occasions that I'm, like, today's the day. That me and the grippy sock vacay are going to, we're going to meet Yes. because I can't with this anymore. I've gotten to the point, like, if she starts crying, like, and then then my oldest, he's, like, trying to be, like, this, like, this little, like, mediator. And, like, sometimes it's helpful and sometimes I'm, like, just get out of it. Just let them destroy each other. Yeah, And so like, and so like he coddles her because she's the baby and she's his sister and she's the only girl. There's a lot of complex, like, I get it. I get it. But like, so then he's like, oh, well, brother did this to her. And I'm like, okay, but what did she do to him? Mm -hmm. And like, just, just stay out of it. And so like, if somebody's crying, I don't even, I don't care. I don't care why you're crying. Mm -hmm. No, I don't care. Are you bleeding? are you bleeding? And that's the other thing. Yes, I'm bleeding. And then they'll show me and there's no blood, but they no. need band-aids.
0: 15 band-aids. Actually. It's I have 15 or none.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then like, I'm like, I don't have any band-aids because I just don't buy them.
0: Yeah. I do yeah. not
1: buy them because I'm like, no, no, figure it out. I'm like, so I'm and, like the other day. So my daughter, um, I do her hair like, I do my daughter's hair very well. I will toot my own horn, too. Um, because she has so much hair. It needs to be done. So we have lots of little rubber bands. So we have one of those blades, you know, that you stick in yeah. and you pull through and it snaps the band. Okay. I got one of these and like, I hit it just right. And I like poked my finger and just nicked it. All right. But it was like bleeding because it was on the, on the pad of my finger. And I'm like holding it with a paper towel. And my son's like, oh, look, you're bleeding. Do you need a Band-Aid? <laughs> and I just, like, look at him, and I'm just, like, I'm fine. And he was, like, this would be a good time for a Band-Aid. Too bad we don't have any.
2: <gasps> oh, my
0: God.
1: I just looked at him, and I was, like, walk away. Yep. Yeah. Walk away. Or I'm going to roundhouse kick you in the face. Yes. They're terrible. They're terrible what is this what are these children and like my husband and i were talking about this the other day and like the whole doing dangerous things safely and just like were we this wild as as kids and like i was talking about like at our playground when i was a kid in school we had like the gymnastic bars And, like, we had full-on metal monkey bars, okay, where you had the big fire pole on top of the monkey bars. And so you had to climb up there. And, like, we're doing flips and falling down these things. like, the damage that we did. And, like, we were fearless. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. But then I'm like, but the mouths on these kids. Yes. Where they get that. Where they get that. Because, like, okay i was a feral animal okay i can i can accept and like acknowledge that but like where they get so mouthy
0: yes and i was actually talking to me and daniel were talking to our friends the other day and like we got on the topic of how kids are so different from when we were growing up and you know i got to thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it you know we're the generation of parents who want our kids to have better than what we had. You know, a lot of people had very traumatic childhoods. I, I had a very, traumatic. Yes. Life, and so I'm trying to do better Same. for my kids. So my kids are not as scared of me as I was of my parents. And I think that's where the mouth comes in. And like, we got to talking about how kids nowadays want to sit and listen to parents conversations And, like, when our (sighs) friends are over, they always want to, like, listen to our conversations. And we're like, get out of here. Go find them. You're a kid. Like, I remember when I was a kid, it was a punishment to come have to sit next to my parents. Right? Right? Get. Go away. I don't want to see you. I don't want to hear you. If your friends are here, you better go find them.
1: Exactly. But, no, they want the tea. Yeah. They want to gossip.
0: (laughs) Yes. And, like, the
1: thing is, is, like, yeah, my kids, like, they want the tea and they want the gossip, and so, like, they, like, come in and they, like, catch little snippets that they, like, save for later, and then we're going to have a discussion about that later. And they're going to bring it up, and they'll be like, well, you were talking to so-and-so about this. Um, what was that about? Yeah, It's about
0: none of your damn business.
1: That wasn't what it was about. Yes. That, yes. That's what it was about.
0: Oh, my God. Or, like... I've caught Hadley doing this before. We'll go and tell one of her friends or somebody else, like her grandma, she's really bad about this, telling Daniel's mom about what we were talking about. And I'm like, listen here, I, you know, it's something that I have probably already told your grandma anyways, but like, you're a child, you stay out of it
1: exactly exactly or like my kids what they like to do because it's just it's i mean we don't have like we don't have any family here and so like we don't have like a lot of family that comes to visit even my stepmom is coming um in a couple of weeks and like so they're really pumped about that but um they like they i'll like have a conversation with them or something and then they will spin it and go tell their dad about it And then they're like, or like, they'll tell dad something and they'll be like, don't tell mom. Don't, don't tell mom. I'm sorry. This is not fight club. Okay. Your dad may say that he's not going to tell mom and I may not bring it up to you, but by your ass, I know everything. I know everything. Why do I know everything? Because I'm the person that needs to know so like if something is going on i need to know so like if you feel more comfortable talking to your dad that's fine whatever but i'm gonna know about it and like i tell them that too and i'm like you you can say don't tell your dad or don't tell your mom that we don't keep secrets like that we have open communication and so like i will tell your dad what is important like if you're trying to confide in me for whatever reason there are some things that I will not share with him as like a privacy thing, but like if it's pertaining to you or your safety or, you know, something having to do with this household, nope, nope. Everybody knows because that's how, you know, and so it's like trying to like have those conversations too. And like, yes, I don't want my kids being little eavesdroppers, you know, but I also want them more included. And so like, yeah, there's like this balance that we didn't have as kids. Mm-hmm. and like this whole you know yeah when we were kids like we didn't want to be seen by our parents because if they were watching us that was a problem yeah because we I were doing shithead things that we had no business doing yeah yeah <laughs> word word like man like my best friends growing up i'm going to visit them in september they're they're twins okay their family has nine siblings and they're the youngest, like, um. so it's them, and then they have a younger brother, okay? So growing up, and, like, I was at their house all the time. I grew up with them, like, from the time we were five. And we're, they just turned 33 this last week, and I turned 33 in September. So, like, we've been friends our entire lives. The things we were doing, I am, like, aghast because I am looking at my 12-year-old, and I'm, like, hmm. The things that I was doing at 12. Ooh. ooh
0: yep. Yeah. Mm. Like, ooh. I,
1: ooh, no. Like, we were sneaking out of the
0: house.
1: We were, like, a, a their poor mother. She had nine kids to try to figure out where, who was coming and going. And, like, their house was the hub. So, like, they had older siblings. So their friends were over. And, like, people were coming and going out of this house. So really... If we weren't in their face, it was real easy to just sneak out under the radar and be ignored. Their poor mother. I love her. She is is such a good woman. But like, yeah, no. And then I'm sitting here thinking about all the things that I was doing as a teenager. And like, yeah, mom, I'm totally at so-and-so's house spending the night. No, I'm getting blackout drunk in a field, calling it camping the cops are probably like on their way yes <laughs> i don't know how my parents didn't know or like didn't or didn't acknowledge it like the things that i was doing and now i'm scared to go to the grocery store by myself or with my kids right what right. like the,
0: what? the wildest like- that i was doing and now i get social anxiety from a parking spot okay <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Like or like just like thinking about like just the the craziness of like yeah the things that we were doing when we were younger and it's just like and I think the reason I told my husband I think the reason that like I am I do have all the social anxiety now is because I watched Final Destination, okay? I know yes. that if you cheat death too many times, it comes for you. <laughs> At unexpected times, and I know, oh I cheated death frequently as a as a young teenager, elder teenager, my preteens. Like I know, I was doing shit that I cheated death. Okay, I I know, and I know it could come back for me. Okay, so <laughs> that, that is, is why I have anxiety. I use that now
0: because oh my god, that yeah. is hilarious.
1: But it's so accurate, is it not? Yes. Like, is that, yeah. We're we're 90s kids. We watch Final Destination. You cannot tell me that if you're going down the interstate and there's a logging truck in front of you, that it doesn't matter what the speed limit is. You will break the barrier of sound to get away from it.
0: That is a fact. That is a fact.
1: Yeah. So, see, we are all just scared now that death is going to catch up with us. And that is why we have social anxiety because we cheated it too many times
0: no shit i am terrified of the dentist because of final destination i don't like
2: oh yes never
0: gonna happen mm. to but no mm-mm, mm-mm. i hate the dentist it's all de- that that movie those
1: no see and like our kids don't even like realize like they, and that's just it. it, is, like, they do not realize that, like, when they're back and they're, like, we're giving them all of this, like, yes, be confident in yourself, have a voice, like, know how to set boundaries for yourself, like, yes, slay, okay? They also don't realize that they are dealing with these, like, completely unhinged individuals yes. who, like, were reading horrible, like, the things that, like, we were reading as, like, teens that were, like, our coming-of-age books and stuff that was basically like child horror, and then we are watching these movies that just scar us for life, they don't realize that they are literally dancing the tango with the most unhinged of all people, and yet we are the generation that's like, we're unhinged and we're barely hanging on, but we are going to make things so good for you. Yes! What?
0: I'm, like, you don't know how good you have it. Like, if you think that I'm crazy or you think that I'm mean, like, you don't know how much crazier and meaner I really can be. I promise.
1: Right? <laughs> like, um, have you seen that TikTok trend going around that's, like, um, women and they're, like, sometimes your kids need to be reminded that there was, like, insert whatever your name is um, before there was mom. Yes. Yes, cause yes, yes they do.
0: And like, yeah, you. Like,
1: yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and it's and it's so funny because like people like when we lived in Montana and like people would see me like out and about and stuff. Like, I had lots of like women that I became like connected with and stuff who knew me in high school and did not like me. And I maybe didn't like them and that's fine. But then like we're moms and then all of a sudden we're like friends. Yeah. And it's just like, but you didn't like me. Like I had, a, I have a friend um, and we lived in the same neighborhood. She was a year younger than me, um, lived in the same neighborhood growing up. Like we had all the same friends. She did not like me. She thought I was the most annoying thing ever ever like did not like me. And I was like, fine, like, whatever. I don't like you either. But like, we had friends, like all in common and everything. Years, didn't talk to each other, didn't like each other, ran into her with a mutual friend of ours um, at like this play place. And her daughter was like really little and our, her son was playing and mine was at like a summer camp at this place. And I was like, oh, your baby has a lot of hair. And her baby's just, like, little tiny thing. And she's like, oh, yeah. And she shows me your baby. And I was like, I got one of those, too. And I picked my daughter up. And she has a lot of hair. Boom. We were instantly friends. <laughs> yes. Instantly. And, like, became, like, inseparable. Like, we did everything together. Our boys were friends. Our girls were friends. Like, we did everything together. All because our babies had a lot of hair. But up until that point, we didn't like each other.
0: Yeah. What? like the crazy it's thing is just, wild like, all my friends that I had in high school like the majority of them one don't have kids and like I haven't probably talked to them in years right mm-hmm. and I yeah. wasn't really one to make new friends in high school like I was just kind of like I'm just trying to get the fuck out of here because I'm over it of deal. <laughs>
2: yes. um, yep
0: and then, same like, get into adulthood And I just happen to, and like the crazy thing is all of my friends that I have met as an adult, I have met through like their husbands knowing my soon to be husband. So my fiance, all of their husbands know him. And so I'm just like, you know, no, I don't want to go hang out with your friends and their wives. And I'm like, yeah, let's go. Come on. I was ready 10 minutes ago. Like I've got to talk shit with them. Duh.
1: Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. See, and, like, that's so funny because, like, that's how, like, you know, like, that's just how friendships work as, like, an adult and stuff. And, like, it's, it's wild. Like,
0: yes. I, you know, and, like,
1: I grew up and, like, my parents didn't have friends, like, that they socialized with. Like, my parents, they didn't have friends. Um. Like, my mom had, like, a best friend. Like, her whole life and everything. But, like, I didn't see her a ton. I mean, I saw her enough. But, like, not a ton. But, like, yeah. But, like, my aunt. My aunt had friends. My aunt has had, like, her two best friends um, from childhood. She still has them. Like, they, when I was, like, when I was little, like, three, four-ish, they were, like, older teens. Like, 16, 17. And uh, they used to be stuck babysitting me and they would sit there and teach me like how to like say bad words. Yeah. Like that was their favorite thing to do was teach me all the terrible things. And like, I, you know, and but, like, so they, she still has friends. And so it's like, I, I grew up with these two very contrasting differences of like, okay, like you, you can have friends as an adult or you, you cannot have friends as an adult. And like, I want my kids to know that, just because we're family you still need some sort of community you still need some people you still need some interactions outside of just us because you need different experiences and you know and but like even now for them it's so hard for littles to make friends because it's not like how it was when we were kids you know like, oh, I met so-and-so at school, and they wanted me to come to have a sleepover. And your mom takes you over there, knocks on the door, you talk, you know, parents talk for five seconds, and then bing, bing, boom, it's done. Like, and eventually it eventually gets to the point that they literally just, like, drive by, you roll out of the car, roll up really? to their door, and you don't see your parents for the weekend. Like, it's not like that anymore. And, like, I mean, I, I am definitely the mom that's, like, I... I don't know how I feel about sleepovers. So like, you know, there it's so, it's so like, it's, it's such a different dynamic now. And so it's like trying to model that as like an adult of like, I have anxiety. I don't like people. And so like, if you're in my inner circle, like don't abuse that privilege because like, you can't, you know, and then, like but showing your kids how to have healthy relationships yes. in all aspects of their life so that they can model that in their own life. And then also trying to help them nurture friendships in a way that will be meaningful to them throughout their life, because you have meaningful friendships that you had as a kid and stuff and wanting that for them, but knowing that they might not have that. It's so weird mm-hmm. to try to navigate this of, uh, what we have to navigate as like this millennial generation of parents, right? It's crazy.
0: Like when, going back to the sleepover deal, that is so hard. That is so hard as a parent because I want to be able to give my kids like the experiences that I have, like that I had, you know, as a child. Yeah, go and do all of that, and then like there's that part of me that's like you just don't know. You don't know. Yeah. And like so exactly. We have, like my kids stay the night at their grandma's house. They mm-hmm. stay the night at my sister's house, and then we have one one friend that they will go and spend the night with, and I really don't ever like worry at all yeah. about them staying there. And then like we have a set of friends where we take turns where they all of them collectively the four or five of them because they also have a uh bonus child that lives with them yeah they all either come stay the night at our house or we all go spend the night at their house so like as a family we all do that and so i think
1: oh yeah and i think that that's a lot of fun you know
0: the adults stay too so then you don't ever have to worry about anything and it's just a like if you just, you kind of got to do stuff
1: different now. That's a really genius workaround. No, that's really brilliant. Yep. Like, that's so, that is a brilliant workaround. I would have never, like, thought to do that. And then, like, like that would put me so outside my comfort zone. But, like, yeah, like, if that was something that, like, so my kids could have some of that experience, Definitely. Definitely, because like, like yeah, like growing up, like a. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. I'm gonna say like the friends that I was telling you about, the twins that I grew up with. Like, yeah, I spent that I at their house all the time. Like mm-hmm. all of my great childhood memories are from sleepovers. But like, I know what can happen, and like, I I know what can happen. Yeah. And. You know, just because it didn't happen there doesn't mean it didn't happen. And like, you know, and so it's like, then it just opens up this whole other realm of like, you know, where could this, you know, like it can happen anywhere. And so it's like, you know, it, it's like this weighing of like, what do you do? You know, and like, you know, it doesn't have to just be a sleepover. You know, it could be just a play date where you're not around. And so then it just like puts all this, you know there's so much to it these days of trying yeah. to protect our kids because we were so underprotected as children
0: yes absolutely and it does make me nervous like, like I, dropping my kids off somewhere I'm like uh,
1: yeah uh, oh yeah I, I don't trust like, people with my kids like I don't
0: yes well like I am so my, my kids have stayed at like a couple of different people's houses. And like, there are certain people that I definitely would trust with my kids. 1000%. Um, yeah. of course, there, there are always those people that you just, you don't know, like you, you think that you could trust them, but you don't, but that's like a whole nother thing. But I'm also that mom where if anybody needs like a time away from their kids or whatever, or once the kids have a we're like feel free, you know, they can always come stay here. But then i yeah. like that's also so hypocritical of me. Two because I'm like, man, like, I'm inviting all these kids over to, like, stay or whatever, but I won't let my kids go, and I'm just like, oh. no, <laughs> it's so
1: much. And, or it's like, if you say yes to this one, but no to this one, then it's mm-hmm. like, they're going to be like, well, why? And just like, you know, so there's like this whole, like, you know, you don't want to hurt people's feelings or this or that, and it's just, there's so much, there's so much to it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I saw, I saw a quote, I don't remember if it was on TikTok or Facebook or whatever, but it was basically like the, the overall quote was overprotective moms were underprotected daughters. And I feel that in my bones and it's just like, I want to like do everything I can to make sure my kids are safe, but also to make sure that they're kids, because I don't feel like I got a genuine childhood. And so like, and I want that for all of my kids. I don't want them to grow up too fast, you know? And I see it with my, with my 12 year old that like, he, he wants, you know, he's like, oh, well, when I start driving and when I start this and when I start that, and I'm like, "Ah, damn it. Because I was there and I was in this big hurry to grow up. And I keep telling him and I'm like, just because you can eat ice cream for breakfast as an adult does not mean that you want to eat ice cream for breakfast as an adult and i was like and that is when you know you are an adult and it sucks okay oh yeah it sucks
0: and so about her wanting to be an adult so bad she's like i just really want to be an adult and i was like no you don't like do you want to get a job do you want to have to work you want to have to take care of the house and do the dishes and do the laundry and do all of that? Well, no. Well, then what part of adulting do you want to do? Is what I need to know.
1: Exactly. Exactly, and like you know, and like my my um, my middle, he is like you know. Well, I make the rules. I'm the grown up. Blah 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 blah. And I'm like, I am a grown up, and I don't even make the rules. Yes. Okay. Like. <sighs> So much of my life, especially with my stepson, is dictated by rules that I didn't make. And I have zero say in. So, like, please get back to me when when I am the adult and I get to make the rules that actually, like, can change, like, my life. You know? Like, you let me know.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, did you freeze? Are you there? Cindy. Hi. I'm here. Cindy. I'm here. I'm here. I'm so here. You froze. I was listening. I could hear you. I could see you. <laughs> and then I just saw like the button down here and it was like gray. And I was like, oh no.
1: <laughs> no you I were frozen, everything. and I was like, it's still oh, well, well, it's fine. Know? We can edit that out. No big deal. It's fine. It's um fine. but yeah, it's just You know, I'm so glad, though, to know that, like, I am not the only parent going through this, like, weird balancing act of, like, you want to give them the space to be a child, but also the space to, like, know that they can set these boundaries and they can be vocal and they can be assertive, but also teaching them to be respectful, but also teaching them to, like, you know, don't start shit, but don't take shit. And, like, it's all so these, much- like, weird nuances that, like, our parents never even considered.
0: hmm I'm just, like, I love and- them, my daughters, and I want them to be strong, independent women. I really do. I want them, like, the other day, my daughter and me got into an argument, the oldest. We got into an argument because I told her, I was like, hey, take that bucket and go water the stuff in the garden, okay? well she -hmm. told me that she couldn't do it and I'm like girl I know that you can do it and so we had gotten to an argument because then she started yelling that she can't do anything yada yada and I was like girl I know that you can do it and that's why I told you to do it like my biggest thing was she had asked my brother to carry it for her and I'm like girl if I can carry it you can carry it like yeah you can do it you don't need someone to do something for you like I have faith in you you need to start having faith in yourself I'm like I'm trying to raise them to be strong independent women who don't need anything from anyone else, whether it be man, woman, anybody. They don't need anything from anybody else. Absolutely. But don't come at me sideways. Cause it's just not gonna end well for either one of us. Right. Right. So- and then but
1: but then there's this this like little caveat to that of like you also want them to know like that yes you are strong and you are independent and you don't need anyone from anyone else anything from anyone else but then you also want to like instill in them to learn how to ask for help because how often do you ask for help
0: exactly and that's it's such a balancing act like i literally told her because i had sent her to her room because i'm like i'm just not gonna argue with her i'm gonna go ahead and do it and then i'm gonna go inside and talk to her so i came inside and i talked to her and what i told her was like You don't need anybody to do anything for you. Like, I have 1,000% faith that you can do it. That's why I asked you to do it and told you to do it. Like, Mm because I know that you can. I can do a lot of things, but your daddy doesn't make me do a lot of things. Like, anything that I ask your daddy to do, I can do, but he doesn't make me. So, like, I'm trying to teach her, like... I want you to be able to do it and not have to ask from anybody else, but I also want want you to find someone eventually who doesn't make you do it like yes yep. of- like
1: shares the burden
0: Yes and like I don't yes I had talked about this it's a episode that's gonna release before you or as I was talking to somebody about how. Um, I don't want her to end up like her mom and it, the situation that her mom is in right now with her boyfriend and mm-hmm. all of that stuff that's going on. Like I don't want her to do that and that there are a lot of parents who raised kids and raised them great and they still turned out in a shitty situation. And I'm like I'm really trying to not have her do that. Yep. <sighs> it's just a Yeah. Lot of- and then
1: and then it's also like accepting like that they are their own people and they're going to do what they want. And you're like, no, no, I got control issues. Okay. Cause I'm a millennial. Okay. And everything in my entire life has always been so far out of my control. I mean, and like we grew up and shit's still out of our control, but yeah, we're here trying to convince these little people that like, yeah, we totally got this together. We're adults. Totes. No, no, it's, No. Did our parents ever think about anything like this? No. I asked my, I asked my stepdad and I was like, Hey, I have a weird question for you. This was, this was like a while back. Um, But I was like, were you guys ever scared? Like as parents, were you guys scared of like raising us like in the world? Like, was there ever something in like an event in time that you like living in Montana, raising two daughters, were genuinely afraid. He honestly had to fucking think about it. He had to think about it. He was like, I mean, like genuinely like afraid of like the world around us. And I was like, yes. Ah. And he's like, "Mm." and he was like, I mean, like, 9-11 9-11 he's like I would yeah. say is probably like, a, a, like a, a thing and he was like I wouldn't say though like that I was directly scared of how it was going to directly impact us because we were in Montana and we were so right. far away um, you know and, and you know what not but like you know he he was like I mean there was a lot of things that were coming out you know and and politics and things like there was a lot of weird stuff right around then but like no. I mean, sure. Like, you know, but like, I'm like, no Y2K. Like you weren't scared of Y2K. And he was like, no, it was a big hoax. And I'm like, I am literally scared of everything. Same. What? And I'm just like, and so like, it's really like, I really, I encourage your, the listeners to this podcast. Um, if you have a decent enough relationship to ask your parents um, because I know not everybody does ask your parents if they were ever afraid and what they were afraid of and what that looked like for them. Because that is the one thing that I feel as adults now and us raising children is that we are so afraid of everything yeah. because we have literally watched the most catastrophic things happen in our time, like on this earth so much catastrophic stuff has happened and we're just like oh my gosh okay and it just keeps coming yeah and we gotta raise tiny people to like roll with the punches and be resilient and it's just like but our parents weren't raising us to be resilient because they weren't afraid of these type of things Yeah. So, like, we are the generation that's overcoming all of these hurdles and having to navigate it all. Like, no wonder we are the generation of, like, crippling mental health. Yes. Yes.
0: I'm, like, oh, my God. It, it, it all
1: tracks. Yeah. But, yeah, like, ask your parents, like, what is there something that you were afraid of raising us? And, like, what was it? Because, like, the fact that this man had to, like, think about it, and I asked my mom, too. I asked her, and she was like, I mean, sure, we were afraid. And I'm like, yeah, but of what? Could she tell me? No. Mm -hmm. And so, like, it's like, I can name five things off the top of my head right now that
0: I'm afraid of. I could write a whole book of things that I'm afraid
1: of. Right?
0: And, like, and not just, like, you know, like,
1: and it's just, like, it's not, like, you know. And so, like... When your kids ask you, you know, like when, when I was a kid, I didn't think my parents were scared of anything. My monster's under the bed. Absolutely not. There was nothing that scared my parents, Mm-mm. but I'm like, I, I can't, I cannot pull that off with my kids. Mm-mm. Like I'm my afraid. daughter's like monster under the bed.
0: And I'm like, you can sleep in mine. That's fine. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Cause know. I'm like, I don't know. Either right (laughs) yeah like my daughter you know oh there's a monster under my bed and i'm like "Mm." i mean you are a kid and they say that you as a child can see things
0: that i cannot so
1: i'm gonna trust your judgment on this Uh yep just don't bring it with you
0: literally is me I'm like, especially when my kids are, like, super little, like, little, little, and they would just, like, mm-hmm. talk to the wall, and I'm like, all right, we gotta go, because, like, mm no, there are no ghosts in this house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, my daughter, she was sitting there, and she's like, hey,
1: um, there's a monster in my room, and I was like, oh, what's it look like? Because I was curious if this was going to turn into like a Monsters, Inc. thing because she had just watched Monsters, Inc. not too long before this. And so I'm like, mm, like, does it look like Mike Wazowski. Like, what are we getting at here? And she was like explaining, she was explaining it and she was like, yeah. And him tickle my toes and he sits and he reads to me and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And like, I told my husband and I was just like, all right, like my grandpa passed away before my kids were born and his dad passed away before our kids were born. So we very much are like, there are things that have happened over our time that we're like they're definitely here. but I told him and I was like, all right, I'll have a talk with mine, but you have a talk with yours that nobody needs to be scaring the little girl, okay? So it's yeah. like this the the toe tickles are scaring her, you need to back up, okay because I can't see you and you're freaking her out. Okay? Yeah. Like, no more. And so I told her, and I was like, just tell grandpa. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I told her, I was like, you tell grandpa that sometimes you don't want your toes tickled. And you leave it at that.
2: Yeah.
1: But yeah, like, was these conversations that I was having? Actually, these were conversations that I was having with my mom. But, like, that's a whole other that's a whole other story but you know yeah but what you were saying
0: my sister passed away before my kids were born I found out that I was pregnant with Harper whenever well Hadley was around when my sister was here still but I found out that I was pregnant Mm -hmm. two weeks after my sister died so uh, it was it was rough but We make too many hilarious and funny jokes about her now that she's gone because she's not here to defend herself, so. Yeah. (laughs) But, uh, She's,
1: she's still a part of it.
0: Yes, yes. When we lived in our old house, she would always, like, I swear to you, it had to have been her, somebody, a ghost of some form, kept opening the doors to go outside. Like the amount of times that our doors just randomly opened, it was starting to piss me off. And I was like, Will you stop opening the (laughs) doors? Out of all things you could do, leave pennies random places, shut off lights. I don't care. Quit wasting my electricity. Yeah.
1: (laughs) You're like, I realize that this doesn't affect you right now. Okay. (laughs) But it's affecting me. Could you stop?
0: Me and Emily yeah, always so have, see. like, a running joke that, so, our sister died in a house fire.
1: Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah. So, super traumatic, super awful, but me and Emily having the sense of humor that we do, we always joke that we have to die a cooler way than her. Fair. So... Fair. That's
1: sibling rivalry to the <laughs> exactly.
0: end. Exactly. Exactly. And anytime I swear, anytime that anybody talks about her, like the craziest shit happens. like it hasn't happened to me in a while. now my fucking lights are gonna shut off or something. I don't know. but um, when she had first died, we were talking about her. We were going somewhere and talking about her, and no shit, a bird shit on my on Emily's uh windshield as we were talking about her.
1: Oh and my gosh.
0: Not even like three or so months ago, it probably wasn't even that long ago, her old boss was talking about her to Emily, and a clock that was that had been on the walls for 15 years fell off and shattered on the floor. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, she's a bitch.
1: That's <laughs> wild. She <laughs> she is just making it known like a bitch, I'm still here better be watching yourself watch what you're
0: saying we always got no they always say like when people die everybody's always like oh they were they were so lovely you know all of this and we always say we're like she was a bitch she was 1000 percent. she would tell you that to your face she was a bitch but she would do anything for anybody
1: yeah yeah. Yeah. Nobody better say that. Like I lit up a room yes. or any of that horse shit. I don't light up rooms. Okay. Like I don't. I and don't like, yes. no, I room. say <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I am a fucking menace to society. Okay. I, I better go out that way too. Yes. being a menace to society. Like, no no but like see so like this is the kind of stuff like we have to worry about what's here on the physical plane and also what's on like the non-physical plane okay were our parents worried about that kind of shit absolutely no. not no. absolutely not our parents like were like oh a ouija board
0: whatever oh my god if my kids ever bring one of those home
1: that is a no. That is a, that is a hard mm. fucking no. Okay. Mm-mm. That is a, that is a good way to fuck around and find out. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not doing that. Mm-mm. I'm like, not doing that. Okay.
0: I'm not a child beater, but please don't bring that Ouija board to my house. Cause bad things are going to happen to definitely you. If I catch you yeah, with it. See,
1: Right. And like, this is what, this is what going back to like the things that like we did as kids that were unhinged. Um, Did you not watch The Craft on repeat with your fucking friends? Because I sure as hell did. Okay. Did we try to levitate each other off the floor? You bet your ass we did. Oh my god. You bet your ass we did. Did we think we were psychic little beings? Absolutely. Okay. Did the three of us collectively take that into our adult lives? Yes we all sage we all do crystals we all yeah, yeah collectively i mean it was just a precursor okay but like yeah yeah no okay so like this is what i'm saying this is the kind of shit our parents were not worried about and they're just out there letting us just raw dog life yes. and now we yes. are suffering the consequences of our own actions <laughs> So, right? <laughs> oh. So, whenever you're thinking about your childhood and you're like reminiscing with your sister or like old friends or like even telling Daniel funny stories of like, oh, when I was a kid, just remember whatever funny story it is, it is somehow a seed that is planted in your adult life now. And you're like, oh, <laughs> cool. That's why I am the way I am. Oops. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Yes. Love that for me. Thank you. That's great. great. Okay. So, yeah. This is where we're at.
0: This is where we're
1: at as millennial parents.
0: As much as I bitch about it, I can't say that I hate it. It's not awful. I think life is pretty fun. I think I got it pretty good. But, you know, that crippling anxiety, the depression, the um, rambunctious kids. um, Sometimes it definitely takes a toll on me.
1: Well, and, I mean, we've 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 pretty much established we have a little bit of the morbid sense of humor. So, like, really, we're all just taking it in stride at this point. Yeah, for sure. Because if we don't laugh about it, we're going to cry.
0: That is a... We, we might
1: thing. do both. We might do both.
0: Don't make me I- mad, because then I'm going to cry, and then I'm going to get more mad. And it's just not good for anybody. That's the thing that we oh me the most, is when I get so mad that I cry about it. And I'm like, I'm I hate not. being
1: a frustrated crier. I'm
0: like, I am not mm. sad. I'm about to rip your head off. Leave me alone.
1: Oh my gosh. My stepson and I were just having a conversation about this about frustrated crying the other night and how with um my his brother, um, he is very well aware that his brother is quite a bit more emotional mm-hmm. than like he's probably the most sensitive one in the house. And I'm like, it's just, he feels everything so much more than everyone else, Mm -hmm. which same him and I are the same, same person. And I'm just like, you know, and I'm like, but I don't want him to grow up and think that it's not okay to cry. I don't want your sister to grow up and think that it's not okay to cry because crying is a normal, healthy emotion. And like, yeah. And I'm like, but here's the thing, dude, like when you were little your dad and i were really young and like we didn't you know we were just going off of what we knew like we have learned a lot so like there's been a lot of things that like what we did with you we don't do with them because it's different times and i have never claimed to like be raising them exactly the same because like i told him you know better you do better yeah and i was like and then once we know better we implement it with you as well it's not just, it's only them, and we continue it this way. We know better, we do better. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but, like, your dad is, like, you know, is a victim of, like, you know, the, the patriarchy of, you know, boys don't cry, and, you know, emotions are bad, and things like that. And it's, like, seeing your dad a long time to, like, process some, like, really big things in his life. And I'm just like, I, as a kid, was not allowed to cry. Crying was, you know, yep. not allowed. And so now, yeah, and so now I am a frustrated crier, and I hate that because, like, in positions of, like, you know, being in jobs or things like that, and you are getting, like, told, you know, whatever, you know, criticized or whatever, and you're crying, and they're thinking they're hurting your feelings, and you're like, no, I'm trying not to murder you. Yeah. It, it just doesn't give off the right vibe when you're crying. Yes. And you're like, I'm crying because I'm trying not to Hulk smash your desk right now. Or, like, do bodily damage to you and have myself go to jail. Yes. Okay? Orange is not my color. My... It's really annoying.
0: It is. My dad i love him to death i really do you know he was part of giving me life and i really i do love him however he is a narcissist like if you look up Mm -hmm. you know narcissist dictionary it says cindy's dad but (laughs) he is like the big i got one of those too and he is the person who gets me so frustrated because he's never wrong he always knows what's right he like and like The other day, I was at his house, and he was just pissing me off, and I felt bad because my mom had just got home from work, and so, like, I was over there to hang out or whatever, and he was just pissing me off, and I had to leave because I was, like, this close to crying, and I was like, listen here, motherfucker, I'm about to hit you, and I don't want to hit an old, old crippled man, I'm sorry. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my God.
1: But he also doesn't treat you like an adult, does he? (sighs) No. You're still a child to him. You have children, mm-hmm. but you are still a child.
0: Oh, yeah. He, when he found, so I mm-hmm. didn't tell him that I quit my job and that I'm doing podcasting full time because, frankly, it's none of his business, right? Um, and yes. he doesn't have Facebook, so he doesn't see that shit or whatever. And I told my mom, I was like, just don't tell him. He'll find out whenever he finds out. So he found out. And then he was harping on me for it. And I'm like, I just looked at him. I was like, it's none of your business. It's not your life. Stay the fuck out of it. Yeah. Stay out of it. Is it bothering you any? Absolutely not.
1: Do you have to pay my bills? Nope. Leave me alone. Yeah. I'm like, what does it matter? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one of those. I got one of those. And, like, like yeah, it's my stepdad. Like, he does that kind of shit to me all the time. And it's like, I am a, considering the life that I had, I it turned out fairly well adjusted Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say like fully adjusted okay because like that that would be a lie yeah but like I feel like as a I am not I I do not have a criminal record I I graduated high school like I have done what society deems as like a functioning member of society I've done those things okay And I have exceeded in some of those areas very well. Stop talking to me like I'm my 12-year-old self. And, like, I don't have any opinions for myself. Or I don't – I can't, you know, fathom these ideas or anything else. And it's just – I love my stepdad. I do. But sometimes, yeah. Like, he is the one person that can really, like, ruffle my feathers Mm -hmm. And like, I've had many a fights with him and, you know, and it's just like, I don't know what you want from me Yeah. because like, I am a grown up, And then like, you know, and then you try to like explain that and, you know, but to them, you're always going to be that, you know, combative 16 year old kid. And you're like, I'm not that person anymore, but you are bringing it out of me. Yes. Like mm, nobody makes me want to throw hands more. And then, like, my sister and I have a, we have a very, like, bad tendency of uh, not making it through holiday get-togethers without some sort of episode, okay? My sister and I are eight years apart.
0: I always get
1: blamed for them, even if I don't start them. Oh, my God. Even if I don't start them. I'm somehow, I'm always in the wrong. it's really frustrating. So, like, family, like, gatherings and stuff like that, I just, I button it down. I keep it so like tight-lipped. I'm like, mm-mm, I'm, I'm, mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm biting my tongue. I'm biting my tongue, and sometimes, like, and like, but I'm like, if I don't, I'm gonna get blamed for an assignment Like, ah! And so, like, it's super frustrating, and it's just because we're not adults, and you know, there always has to be somebody. Always has to you know, protect the baby of the family and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, "Mm." so like, that's, that's the one difference that I do. Nobody protects. I do not outwardly go out of my way to make sure that the baby of this family is protected primarily because she scares me. I don't think she needs my protection. She's scary. Yes. (laughs) So that's, that's the number one thing. She's,
0: she's got her shit together. She knows what she's doing and she'll fight you over it. She'll bite you over it too. She's yeah. She's my biter. And I'm like, you knock mm-hmm. it off. Knock
1: it off. They're scary. So scary. They're scary. Yeah. And it's just like I But mm-mm. they're so cute. Mm-mm. No, she so she's scary.
0: Too. Oh. And I'm like, oh okay. Oh, you smile yes. at me, you can get away with it. It's fine.
1: Oh, absolutely, absolutely, oh, okay, so my daughter, so her name is Monty, okay, it's Montgomery, but we call her Monty, and, uh, oh, so she goes to this little preschool, and she, when, when she started there, it was her first time being away from mom, and whatnot, she goes, she, like, cries, everybody just freaking loves her, okay, she cried the whole time, whatever, we get through this, and I go to one of her holiday parties, and she is like not talking to me and I'm like volunteering, trying to like, you know, and whatever. She's not talking to me. She's like sinking down in her seat, trying to make herself as small as possible. And I'm like, what are you doing? And one of her teachers is like, baby girl, like what, what are you, what are you doing here? And she's like not talking, just very like clammed up. And I'm like, what are you doing? What, what is going on here? And she's, And I realized it's because she's eating and she doesn't want me to know that she sits down like a nice civilized human and eats at preschool. (laughs) And so she ends up being like the last one at the table. And I'm like, Hey sis, like everybody had gone and she didn't know it, but her teacher was standing behind her. And I was like, Hey sis, like finish up girl or like get down. And I was like, I got to clean up this table. And she was like, stop talking to me, mommy. And I was like, and I just like give her a look and her teacher goes, Montgomery. And she jumps. (laughs) And she was like, and her teacher was like, does she talk? Is this how she is at home? And I'm like, yeah, she's scary. She's mean. Like, she's mean. And she was like, she never does that here she is a sweet little angel and i'm like yeah because you got a freaking imposter yeah
0: yeah okay <laughs> she's put on because that because the mask one i got isn't like
1: that yeah she, she just, just and so she just oh everything is just great and so then her teacher realized that because she is this way oh it like flipped the script on her at school She's pulling her, like, crying or whatever. Her teacher was like, toughen up, Monty. You need to toughen up. And she, okay. Sucking her lip and just, okay. And so then she came home that day and she was all in a tizzy. And I'm like, what's wrong? And she was like, my teacher told me, toughen up, Monty. Toughen up. Because she knows I toughen up at home. And I was like, oh, the gig is up. so rough for them. So rough, so
0: rough. But you know what's rough? Being their
1: parents. Okay. Yes. I, it's, it's not rougher than that. So sorry, sis. I, I don't feel bad for you. Facts. Facts. I get it. I get it. So yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah, that's where, that's where we're at with things here. We are, we are thriving sometimes, but also sometimes just surviving. Yes. Good. Yes. Oh Did God. we have anything else on the agenda?
0: Give me one second. Oh, these. My mother-in-law tried to call me, my sister messaged me, tried to call me. I don't know what she wants. <laughs> she probably just wants to tell me a stupid thing. Of course.
1: <laughs> I mean, maybe something fell down at her house. Oh.
0: Could you imagine? Sorry, I have to send her a picture. She said, you're recording, aren't you? Uh, Yeah. I was like, I'm trying. Leave me alone.
1: (laughs) Go away. You could be here talking about dumpster diving like we did last time. Exactly. But no. God. So it's fine, but... Cindy's a little busy right now.
0: Yeah. You didn't show up, so sucks to suck. Decided you needed the song. Yeah, off exactly. Something. She said, hey. Boundaries. Yeah.
1: Hey. Even though, how dare you, because we're over here losing our minds and we're talking about it. <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I see how it is. Emily.
0: I see you. Oh, great. There's something going on with my parents and my brothers. Who knows? Whatever. It's a normal, normal weekend for us. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get it.
1: And then you just get back to the regular grind tomorrow because it's Monday already. Of
0: course. Mm -hmm. Why do the weekends Mm -hmm. go by so fast? It's so dumb.
1: I mean... it it all just seems like right now because it's summer it just seems all like blend together Yeah, I'm just like weekend like um like the other day we got a new puppy and uh he's like sitting on the couch and my husband's sitting on the couch and he's like looking at him like it's morning you don't sit on the couch in the morning and I'm like and I'm like even the dog's confused as to like what the weekends are because like yeah. Why are you sitting here right now? Yeah, You're throwing me off. All that means for me is just, it's another person in my space trying to talk to me.
0: Yes.
1: But that's what it means anymore. Cause like, we're so busy and I'm just like, that. that's what the weekends mean. Cause we're busy on the weekends too. It's just adding another person into that mix. Mm-hmm. And I'm like,
0: oh man,
1: I thought moving 2000 miles away and not knowing a single person here would make my life less busy is a bold face lie. <laughs> I am more busy now than I have ever been. Oh god. And people are like, why are you so busy? And I'm like, I don't know. Because I don't kids. Know, my peri- my my people Yeah. My, yeah. Because they went to school and they got friends. Yeah. And are popular. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so surprising because my 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 middle child is such an introvert. But no, nah, he's got friends, and he's, like, wants to do things with them. And I'm like, who are you? We have a pack, dude. why? We don't do this. <laughs> like, what? So it's just like, you know, and mm-hmm. then, like, I, my, I made the mistake of teaching them what the library was. And so all they the time mean, they're like, let's go to the library.
0: We go to the library like, every Wednesday, and I'm like – I do love it. We do have a good time, but I'm like, oh, can we skip this week, guys? I really just want to sleep in.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so what – do you have this problem at the library? Because this is the problem that I have at the library. We go, we do whatever the thing is, okay, Mm -hmm. whatever the thing may be. And here, we have lots of libraries. So there's, like, things going on you pick which library you want to go to there's always something going on lots of them but then my kids are like we want to check out books but they don't really want to check out books they want to check out not books yes. they want to check out movies and they want to check out every single thing imaginable and i'm like stop it because then i have to keep track of all of this
0: exactly oh i don't God. i don't want to
1: do that and then it takes them two hours. You're like, okay, you can pick out two things. And then it takes them like six hours to pick out their two things. And then they have four meltdowns because they're like, but I want this. And you're like, I said two. Yes. And you end up giving in to like four because you just want to get out of there.
0: Oh, my God. Do we live the same life? I swear. I, it sounds like it. <laughs> I swear every time it we go to the like store, it's always it. a fight with at least one of my kids. At least one of them.
1: Oh yeah, every time. And I'm like, every time. And my daughter is in this phase where she can't be shushed. Mm-hmm. So if you're like, oh, sh- sh, she will instantly melt down. She takes that as a personal critique against her and she will melt down. Where is she the loudest? The goddamn library. The library, why? Where do I have to shush her? Library. Where is she having the biggest meltdown? The library. Where am I getting dirty looks at? The library. I hate the library.
0: Me too. Hazel, she, like, they do, like, the little story time or whatever. She refuses to sit down. She either wants to be up in the lady's face or somewhere else. Not sitting down on that carpet.
1: The whole reason you're there.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I'm like, you are giving me a headache we're gonna have to go home and take a nap just to recover from the hour we've been at the library
1: oh my gosh yes yes because let's talk about that about how doing these social things like whether it's taking them to the park or whatever because like you get up and you're like okay we're gonna do i'm gonna be a motivated person today and you're like I'm going to be the fun mom. We're going to go to the library. We're going to go to the park. We're going to go wherever we're going to go. And then you go and you do that thing and you get in the car afterwards and you get back. And like, I don't know if you're like me. I like to do my stuff in the morning because one, it's hot here too. I like to like just have the afternoon to just kind of recoup. Um, but like all of that, then you get home and they're like crazy and you're feeding them lunch and you're like, go lay down. And then you're like, you have a whole bunch of stuff to do, but you're like, I'm going to take a nap. Mm-hmm because i'm so exhausted from this excursion
0: and then if you're
1: and too many of those in a row yes you're just fried for the week
0: yes and if you're anything like me then you wake up from your nap and you're like man you know you get this mom guilt and you're like there's shit that i could have done should have done would have done and then i'm like but i gotta give grace to myself because i swear to god if i would have stayed up any longer one of these kids
1: would have caught these hands right or you're like you give yourself that nap and then you make the mistake of not setting an alarm mm-hmm. and then you give yourself like the ultimate nap and then you're just in that like screwed up like i don't care
0: yep
1: eat eat garbage for dinner because yep,
0: it's i, I can't know.
1: even function <laughs> Yeah, like, and you're, like, trying to process through the brain fog, and you're, like, what? Food? Huh? You have to eat? Today? And then, once you finally come out of that brain fog at, like, 10 o'clock at night, then you're, like, I could, I should probably do
0: something. Yep.
1: That's how my days work. And then, like, I'm, like, power cleaning at, like, 10 o'clock at night. My husband's, like, I'm going to go to bed. I'm, like, fucking bye. Yep.
0: And then then you also revel in in it because you're like,
1: there's nobody around. Yeah. Yeah. To rinse and repeat and start the whole damn day over. Yep. And we wonder why we're hanging on by (laughs) mental threads. Just, (laughs) we wonder. Oh my
0: God. (gasps) Trying to
1: do the- We wonder.
0: With the least. That's the- Exactly. Exactly.
1: But the thing is, is we're trying to give ourselves the most. We're like sleep. Sleep is good for us. We try to give ourselves sleep to replenish, and it just fucks it all up. Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't have this. Like, we like. We're not. It's not even a balancing act at this point. It is just like a full on like. Hope for the best. A wing and a prayer. Jesus, take the wheel. Whatever your mantra is, that's it.
0: We're just weighing it around here it is what we're it just is. winging it
1: exactly exactly oh my gosh i'm so glad we are the same person because yes oh yes ma'am
0: all right i'm gonna ask yes, you ma'am. one more thing and then we're gonna bounce off of here because i gotta figure out okay. where my family is first off because they peaced out they took off and left they did whatever it is that they're gonna do so i need to figure out where they went and what the hell they want for dinner too
1: but do Ooh. you? But do mm, you? you right, You
0: right. This all sounds like a them problem. That is a fact. I mean, he's got the baby Just in saying. the middle. The oldest one is here because she's in trouble. But, you know, mm. it's fine.
1: See, mine, are, mine are sleeping. The oldest, the oldest is the only one awake, but he's upstairs playing video games. Right. So everybody else is sleeping. Actually, I think my husband and my daughter are sleeping. I'm pretty sure because my middle took a nap in the car, I'm pretty sure he's still awake and he's watching his iPad in my bedroom <laughs> while his dad sleeps. Of course. I'm pretty sure course. that's how this is going down.
0: I Daniel left this morning. I'm going to get into this tangent, and then we'll get on to the last thing. But Daniel left this okay. morning to go do a podcast with one of his friends, and... Mm-hmm. Didn't, like, left at 9 o'clock this morning. Didn't even get back until 2 o'clock. And I was like, bro, my kids spent the night at a friend's house last night. Harper was on the phone with me from 3 o'clock this morning until 7 o'clock this morning. And I was like, do you just want me to come get you? Because I'll come get you. Like, it's not that big of a deal. No, Mama, I want to stay and play when everybody wakes up. Will you just be on the phone with me? So, like, just I'm like this in my bed. On Facetime with her, waiting for her to call. Oh no. So I was up from three to seven on Facetime with her. So I was exhausted. We didn't even go to bed until one thirty this morning. So I had like an hour and a half of sleep, and I was still up this morning doing shit, getting shit done, all of this. And I told Daniel it was like 145 and I was like, "You need to get home because I'm about to crash, and I'm just gonna let these kids run wild." So, he got it's home like, at 2 o'clock. It's a for all. Like, You take them. You do something with them. I have to take a nap before I record or my recording is going to go awful. So, Girl, I'm
1: surprised that you even wanted to do the recording with that. Oh, it's you could have a- been like, uh-uh.
0: <laughs> I got a two-hour And that now. That would have
1: been zero judgment.
0: It's... As soon as probably nine o'clock rolls around, I'm going to be gone. Like, there's no waking me up. So, I got my yeah. two hour power nap. I'm good to go until at least nine.
1: You got like what? Like an hour? Yeah, I and a half? an hour and a half. Okay. All right. Well, then on to the last question.
0: All right. I've been asking everybody this just because I'm trying to get ideas, but like, what is a mom must have that you use, if not daily, like often? Like what is something that you cannot live without for yourself? AirPods. Really?
1: Um, okay, so like here is, this might not be for everyone, um, but I listen to like podcasts or audiobooks. I listen to a ton of audiobooks. books. Um, like when I'm cleaning, or whatever because this is it's the one thing that I can do for myself that doesn't require me to like have anybody else's input yeah and so um I'm also hard of hearing so I um like when I'm on the phone and stuff like that like here even on this podcast I have my headphones in um and so but I like having them because one like I can put my phone down. I can move around. I can listen to the audiobook or I can have conversations or whatever. It offers that hands free, but I'm still like able to be active and mobile. I use my AirPods all day, every day. It is that is the number one thing that I use every day? Like, and it's just just for me. Like, it has nothing to do with my kids, it has nothing, let's so that I can listen to audiobooks, or I can listen to podcasts, or I can use it for communication, but, yeah. And I have, I have the newer, not the brand new ones, but it's the ones with the noise canceling. Yeah. So, like, I just pop those suckers in, and, like, it kind of helps muffle, like, the screaming. Yeah,
0: absolutely. So. Yes, I don't have AirPods, but I have these really nice, like, ear pods that i use that every time that i put them in somebody scares the shit out of me because i can't hear anything yep and then it makes me pissed off because i hate being scared so then that's like a whole nother thing but (laughs) oh yeah like
1: my husband, like if i'm like because like i listen to a lot of horror books okay like a lot of horror books again like Please re-listen to the beginning of this podcast of how we got here. Um, But listen to a lot of horror books. And so, like, yeah, if I'm, like, bebopping around, like, vacuuming or whatever, and my back is turned, like, my husband knows I do not hear him approach. Mm -hmm. I purposely keep them on the noise canceling so I don't have to hear my kids screaming at me. Mm -hmm. If you need something, you can come find me and get me. If you're screaming, you're lemon. So it's fine. Yeah. I don't need to hear about it though. So yeah, like, but he has a tendency where and like it's like he does everything that he can not to scare me, but sometimes he still does it. I'm like, Jeez, we do that, He's like, I tried. I tried to get your attention. I tried to let you know I was there. I tried not to do this to you.
0: I have, like, like your I'm fight sorry. or flight mode kicks in, you know? Your flight, fight, or freeze, minus fight, I will fight yeah. somebody if you scare me. I'm legit throwing hate. Oh,
1: oh, see, I'm a runner. No. I'm a runner. No.
0: That's I, why, like, I'm, I'm a so runner. scared to go, one, Daniel doesn't like scary things, so, like, we probably would never go to a haunted house, but that's one reason that I have, like, a fear of going to a haunted house is I'm going to hit somebody and, like, actually hurt them. Because,
1: like, that is my my go-to. I'm going to fight. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to tell you this really funny story of a haunted house. Okay. And not – okay, so my son, Bash, that's his name. He is a huge Halloween fan. Loves Halloween. Like, he is a junkie about it. Okay. It's great. So he wanted to go to a a haunted house. So we went and did a little haunted house, and it was put on by one of the high schools. Um back in Montana. and so we get in there, and he is like hyped, okay? And our oldest went with us, and he's like all freaked out by it, whatever. and Bash is like starting to lose it and he is starting to like like freeze. And so I am having to sit there and like I am like a little wigged out by it because like they're like trying to grab at you and it's dark and I'm just like,. Eh. I just want to get out of here. Right. And my oldest is up there like slapping at things. Like we are the whole trifecta of like freeze, fight or flight. And I'm like, so like I'm having, and then I'm in like, I'm having to be like a mom. So I'm holding him. I'm like walking through this and I'm like, okay, buddy, like, I see that you're scared. I'm like, this is all pretend like this is all fake. Like, These people are just regular people. Like, these are kids from the high school drama department. Like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. And, like, so there was this part where you had to crawl through these crates. And they're, like, sticking their hands down. And he's, like, he's not going. Like, he's, like, making us stay where we're at. And they're sticking their hands down. And I, like, literally have to, like, grab their hand. And I'm, like, how do you do? Like, thank you. It's nice to meet you. Like, I'm shaking their hands. (laughs) And, like, these kids are, like what? And I was like, Hey guys, really sorry. Um, we're the only ones in here right now. So I'm really going to kill the mood here, but um, got a little guy. He's really scared. So i just, uh, need you to know that, uh, you know, you guys are just, just teenagers <laughs> and uh, real people and you're just wearing gloves and you know, we can touch, sorry, I'm touching your hands. Didn't get consent for that. Apologies. Apologies. Uh, sorry, uh, but, uh, you know. th-
0: this kid yeah terrified yes. and we're not going to be able to make it. Like we're, we're not going to be able to go. Yeah. And the other,
1: yeah, and the other one's up there, like, swatting them away like this. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh. And I'm just like, I just want to get out of here. Yeah. I okay. just want to get out of here as fast as possible. It was a disaster. Oh. So that, that's how haunted houses went for us. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm a runner. I'm a runner. We're going to be running right past that. <laughs> I, I did a haunted house once. It was like a haunted corn maze. I got so scared I ran backwards into like a cockle burl bush, like you know, those pokey balls yeah. right into the back of my head.
0: Oh I had God. them all
1: up the back of my ponytail. Oh, it was awful. Mm. That's what that's what running gets you. So oh, throwing hands could get you a felony, running could get you hurt. All
0: right, you heard it here first. Just saying. Throwing hands. You heard it here first. Felon-
1: Oh my gosh well thank you so much for having me on it was so fun
0: thank you so much for coming back on we're obviously gonna have to have you on again not that i'm gonna pick a favorite but i love having you on we definitely have great I conversation love we may or may not have like doubled the normal recording time which is great and i love it so
1: you can cut down what you need exactly. that's fine
0: All right, Mamas, well, I am going to get off of here, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.